everybody. Welcome to the Two Old Farts podcast. Uh, my name is Chuck. And I'm Lou. I'm the better looking of Two Old Farts. And I ain't even going to fight you. It ain't going to do no good. I got somebody who said that yesterday to me when I was talking to them. What'd they say? They liked me. They thought I was the better looking, even though they hadn't seen me. And who were you talking to? I was over at, uh, got some barbecue and uh, the other day and a Smoky Mo's. And it was one of the ladies there I, I see pretty frequently and talk to them and stuff like that. Good place to go. I, she, I like their barbecue. Does she listen to the podcast, though? She said she did. Uh, so she laughed a little bit about it. And she said, we're crazy. So, that's at least I don't one know thing. if we're crazy, but we're definitely kind of goofy, I guess, or nerdy or dorks or whatever you want to call us. That's right. We'll get there. Well, did you look hey, up see it, how many see we had any, how many downloads we had from last week or anything? Okay. Since August thirteenth, in the well, in the last seven days we've had five. Okay. In the last. 30 days, we've had 42, so we're up 15% over the last two weeks. That was pretty good from the last time, so we got to make yeah, it more and, this week. And we're at uh, 2,804 all-time downloads, so we're coming up on 3,000, believe it or not, which ain't bad for two years. I mean, we could be better, but our growth is really coming from overseas, Dad. So in the last month, or since the beginning of this month, I should say, we've had 23 from America, four from Canada. All right. Hey, way to go, Canada. Three from Australia, two from Switzerland, and one from South Africa, Dad. Can you believe that? That's hard. Make it progress. We've, we've had downloads from North America, South America, Africa, Europe, Australia. You know, we're doing, we're doing really good in, the, in that regard. We just have a small volume. Maybe if we were uh, more regular in our podcasts. But uh, people are listening. We've been as far north in America as Minnesota. We've gone coast to coast from California to New York, New Jersey, Virginia, South Carolina, Georgia, Florida. We've just about got the whole uh, East Coast wound up. And then from Texas to Kansas, you know, and Minnesota, you know, from north to south, east to west, and just about all continents around the world. All right. We're making some progress. We just have to keep after it and do it more frequently. Yes. Yes, we do. So, so what's that shirt so, you got on? Uh, this was a concert I went to last week. Okay. Uh, last Friday. It was Clutch. You went to a couple concerts, right? Yeah, I did. Uh, actually, it was two weeks ago. It was two Fridays ago. Let me see. Let me look at my calendar. So, I saw Clutch on the 18th. Yep. Then the following week, this past week on Tuesday, Brendan and I saw Counting Crows with um, uh, oh my god, I can't think of their name. Counting Crows, 
It'll come to me. Um, this week coming up on Wednesday, I'm going to see that Mongolian metal band, The Who, with oh, Asking okay. Alexandra. Yeah, they're not right. too bad. Did you listen to them? I, I did. They're okay. They're okay. <laughs> and this weekend, it's jam-packed, Dad. Friday night, I got war. I got a meet and greet with them. Crowbot, 200 stab wounds. Then Saturday, you, me, Brenda, Mom, we're going to go see Pam Tillis. Yeah. That should be and a pretty good show. I think so, too. And then Brenda got notified last week. She won the raffle, and she got two tickets to see Robert Earl Keene's birthday bash at Floors Country Store on Labor Day on Monday. Oh, wow. How nice. That is pretty neat. So I got a concert Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, and Monday coming up. All right. That's awesome. I'm, I'm excited for her. I, I'm excited because I get to go. I tell you, those are two great venues, the Roundup and Floors Country Store. And I, I, I know you love it. I, I do. I like I like. I, I'm torn between the two, which one I like the most. I like the layout of the Roundup. I mean, it's, it's a little newer. I, I just like the layout. I like where the tables are. It's, it's like away from the – you can see the, the bands and stuff like this. And you're closer. But floors is something else, too. I mean, it's just something special when you go to floors. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's a lot of history there. And hopefully a lot of history can be made with the Roundup. You know, if they get the right up-and-coming acts to come, they're definitely getting a lot of the, the 90s country music. Um, yeah, they, to come back through there. They they have Shenandoah coming up here in the end of September as well. Uh, I think I and, saw that. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty good group too. Yeah, so uh, they're starting to book some some name you know people and stuff like that. And I I, I guess it's really knowing what your market is and who to who to market to and, and those kind of things. So. Yeah, um, and Mario Flores and the Soda Creek Band, he is a, a part owner, a co-owner of the Roundup, and it's really great to see him and his band playing there because, I mean, they're just awesome. He yes. loves that 90s country music. He can sing just about anything. Uh, he and his band are great performers and entertainers, and like you said, it's just a great little venue. Um, to me, I'd give a slight edge to... The Roundup, just because they sell more than just Budweiser product beer. Well, I, I was going to say that my only, I don't want to say down thing, but only, my only wish was that they need to expand their, their beer menu just a little bit. Uh, you know, they, they're tied yes. in to just to one brand, and, and that, that's not what Texas is all about. No, sir. Yeah. Not Shiner Bach beer. I'm gonna tell you, and I, I, I love Yingling and I love Schonerbach. So I've been drinking the Oktoberfest from both of those brands, Schoner and from Yingling. And well, I'm gonna tell you, I can't decide which one I like the best. <laughs> you know what? You don't have to. You can like them both. You're right. So when I go to HEB, I just buy a six pack of each one and put it in the refrigerator outside, and, you know, in the garage, and every now and then. Uh, I'll just sit here in the room and watch TV. Right now, 
been watching some high school football and the Little League World Series. And, you know, it's I just heard Texas just got their ticket punched to go. Do I? I heard Texas just got their ticket punched. They're going to the Little League World Series. Uh, they're out. They the championship what? game. The championship game is today, and um, they end up. <laughs> they were they were playing the losers, which was Chinese uh, Taipei. Boy, and okay. they got the, they got their butts kicked today. They lost ten and nothing in four innings. Uh, Chinese Taipei, but this afternoon California and uh, Curacao plays okay. for the championship at two two uh, Central Time. That's that should be yeah, a good California game. California beat Texas. Yep, California beat Texas. Chuck, they damn have it, three boys. Hippies. They have three three players on that team. These are twelve year olds. I'm, I'm sure they're probably close to thirteen now. Two of them are six foot. One of them is six foot one. Holy um, smokes, man! Somebody check their birth certificate. <laughs> well, well, they have to. You know, once as long as you're twelve when the season begins, that's all that counts. But. They they got a good ball club, uh, so it's gonna, it's going to be some fun to watch Curacao and because uh, Curacao made it to the uh, playoffs last year. Uh, oh, they did. Yep. Nice. And, uh, so anyway, it, it's it's fun to watch and Texas did good. Uh, I was real proud of them. They're from uh, Needville, which is up by about forty miles from Houston. Oh, okay. So nice. And, and, and they won it last year, so yeah, they finished fourth. So, but it's, it's fun to watch those those kids. And I'm gonna tell you, they have some talent. A lot of those kids have some talent, and, and it's surprising quite a few go on to play professional sports. Uh, so it, it's it's a good opportunity for them and and for their communities, and you know, and it's nice to see that people. How many people that will travel? To go see those, you know, and support them and stuff like that. So that's real good. And, and you mentioned other sports, not just baseball, that these kids grow up and, and go into play. And that, that brings to mind uh, the awesome quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes, who grew up a baseball player. His dad was a baseball player. Yep. And at the last minute in high school, I think he switched over to football as well as baseball. and. And I think this is what makes the great athletes just that much better is when they play more than just one sport. Absolutely. And, it, and it's like watching these kids in the league. The, the majority of them play other sports, soccer, uh, football, mm -hmm. baseball, uh, basketball. You know, sports, sports is good. Any activity is good for young adults when you keep them involved in uh, – and teach them. Yeah, yeah, the camaraderie, the teamwork, the you know, putting the others before yourself, the just great life lessons that yeah. you can learn from organized activities, and not just Absolutely. through sports. It could be dance, theater, all of those different things. Absolutely, scouting. It doesn't matter as long as it's something that's organized and and there's uh, teamwork involved with it. Um, you know, even tennis. Tennis is a one, but you know what? It's teamwork because somebody has to help you. Somebody's got to teach you. Somebody's got to guide you along those things. So, uh, and then when you're playing, uh, yes, just it's you and and one other playing against each other. Somebody had to get you there. Somebody had to help you get there. You know, yeah. So, 
And sometimes there's a lot of humility that you can learn playing those games. <laughs> yes, sir, there is. Yeah. Hey, we've got yeah. some news, don't we? We teased it a little bit on the last episode. We've got we've got some big news coming up, don't we? Well, what's the big surprise? I think so. I think so. Where we're going? I was going to ask you. You tell everybody where we're going. I think we're going to Alabama. I think we're going. We to are going to Alabama. Again. Yes, sir. We are I- going. We're going to Tuscaloosa. We're going to T-Town, Titletown. You know what's fun about that trip? Not just to see the football game, but to stay in the hotel there at, on campus. What's the and name of that hotel? Huh? The what's the name of that hotel? That Capstone Hotel right on the University of Alabama grounds. Yeah, right across from uh, from the basketball uh, stadium or that, no, arena. Arena, yeah. And I understand they get ready to build a new one too. Uh, that's in the works. So, but you know, then we, we get out and we go downtown and have a couple of beers and just like the last time watching all the people and <laughs> it's 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 fun to it's to see them. You know, and and for the most part, everybody's behaved pretty damn good. You know, but I remember those two two fathers. I think it was two fathers last time. I was <laughs> Keeping track of their kids and stuff like that. So, <laughs> but yeah, but that was a that was a good little walk we took from the hotel past Bryant Denny Stadium and then right off the campus into you know where all the bars and the clubs are where the kids were. I mean that was that was a good little walk, and then yep. up and down Sorority and uh, Fraternity Row right across the street from the stadium. Oh yeah, it, it was fun. We're the only two old farts out there, except for those two fathers. <laughs> At that club, yeah. yeah. Everybody. Yeah. So when, when you look at those. We're just out there enjoying the college life. Yeah, when you get out there and you see those kids, you see what your youngest daughter is doing, right? <laughs> oh, don't remind me. Speaking well, of my youngest daughter, she just texted us and called us Friday. She's she what? got COVID again. Oh wow. She's she's sick with COVID. Her roommate tested on Thursday and she wasn't feeling too hot. And then Friday she was able to get a test and she she's got COVID. Oh, that's not good. Dan Butler, you, you remember Dan Butler, our treasurer at the DAP? He yes. came down with he came down with COVID. Uh, he, he missed it. Wow. The last Saturday when we had our meeting, he missed that meeting and uh it's, it's going around. We just got to be careful what we do and watch what we do. And speaking of missing meetings, I must have missed that email where they shut down 1604 from Stone Oak all the way to Northwest Military. I mean, it was shut down. Everybody had to get off the highway and take the, the access roads on the side. It would have taken more than an hour just to get through all those lights and all those cars. Yeah, they, yeah, they're not very clear on some of those things. I went back and looked at that, at that, that thing too, and it just said Friday afternoon to Monday morning, but it's in very small caps at the very bottom of that. You know, of the email that I saw, and yeah, that's that was the concern that that I had. You know, when we went to Shauna last week, I was telling you I was concerned and. I couldn't see anything, so we we took a chance, and it turned out I, 
it turned out good for us. They didn't close it down, but. Uh, well, yeah, because we were going on the other side of all of that. Yeah, because that, that's, from, but for me to, to your house, that's, that's a mess. It is. Yeah. So, that's, yep, that's why, on. that's why Saturday night, I'll, we'll meet you out there. <laughs> yep, you have to control your own destiny. Yeah, it'd be easier for me. So, so yep, it's, it's we're a, going. It's a nice Go trip. That's a nice trip going out there, you know, through the country and, and stuff like that. So, uh, it's for me, I enjoy it. It's not a lot of traffic and the roads are winding and stuff like that. So you got to be a little bit more careful, but uh, there's a lot, a lot of scenery to see out there, those kind of things. Bern is a nice, nice area to visit. So our trip to Tuscaloosa is in November. It's one of the last games of the year. Yeah, next to the uh, Auburn the following week. Yes, sir, we do. So we're playing uh, the Chattanooga Moccasins. Yep. We got 50-yard line tickets, except we're not on the Alabama side. We're on the other side. Oh, that'll make it fun. Eh, it's going to be nothing but Alabama fans anyway. Yep. But we're, we're in Section GG, Row 1. Did you listen to game day yesterday? I did. Yeah, I, I did. was surprised at Herb Street and uh, what's his name? Uh, Pat McAfee. Yeah, Pat. He's funny. I like to watch him. I'm glad they added him uh, to the broadcast. But they both picked Alabama to win a national championship this year. They did. Personally, personally I think that's bad news. <laughs> as long as it ain't uh, oh, Coach Corso making that call, it's usually pretty, yeah. pretty good. Just don't get them. Let them boys drink the Kool Aid. They'll be all right. It, it's just statistically, Alabama doesn't go more than two years of of down years like yeah. that, but. The biggest thing is just not knowing what we have at quarterback or wide receiver or even running back. You know what I'm saying? I've heard the, the running backs we've got are better than we've had in the last two years, but we don't know what we got at quarterback. And frankly, we just haven't had elite wide receivers that can get separation and speed, you know, since Waddle, uh, Ridley, Devontae, you know, all those guys. Yeah, we, we just haven't had that stable of talent in a while. I tell you what, I'm not worried about quarterback because anyway, we we have three that if they were on any other team, they'd be starters. And I think True. the competition between those three is going to make them all better. And uh, I tell you, the one I'm looking forward to the surprise everybody is, is that transfer from Notre Dame, the uh, Buckner, Buckner, Busher, Tyler Buckner, I think. Yeah. Or is it Bruckner? Yeah, I think people may be surprised. Everything I read about him and and stuff like that, and, uh, I, I think we got. I think the changes we made in the offensive coordinator and defensive coordinators are are going to be good for us. I don't think there's going to be a drop off. In fact, I, I think it's I think it's they'll increase things. I hope so. Tyler Buckner's his name. 
Yeah. Uh, this, this could but, be fun you know, to watch. And on top, it is. But on top of all of that, we have um, untested, at, within Alabama standards, offensive and defensive coordinators this year as well. Yeah. And I tell you, when we play Texas on the ninth, that's going to be the game to watch. And that game is going to determine our future. How we do against them and how we respond. Because I think Texas is going to be loaded this year. I think Texas is going to surprise a lot of folks. Oh, I, uh, I think so too. And uh, I, I, I think that game is going to be the one that really sets us up to uh, how we're going to do for the rest of the season. Uh, and, I think the adversity they're going to face is going to it's, it's going to it's going to tell us what those players are made of. And we haven't heard anything about their quarterback situation. We haven't heard anything about Arch Manning. Nothing. Nope. Not one peep in the media about Arch Manning. Well, that's not surprising. Where, where did he come from? He, he came, came from the Mannings. And you don't hear Saban talking about a lot of stuff either, do you? He keeps it to himself. So and I, I, I think that's a and good thing. And what he says is very strategic as well. Yeah. But I say I think that's a good thing about him coming from Alabama. It really helped him to get his career coaching back online. I think it stabilized a little bit because he had some ups and downs a few years there and stuff like that. And sometimes when you're around the right mentor, it's not about the win losses. It's, it's the mentorship that you learn from that person uh, and, and how you handle the life things. The yeah. culture, the discipline, because he's yep. he's rehabilitated more than one coach. Yep. And, and Lane Kiffin is definitely one that is singing his praises about you know how much Saban means to him and how much of a chance he took on him. And, and yeah, that's a great example. Look at Lane Kiffin, what he and how he handles himself now compared before he went to Alabama. He was just running off at the mouth all the time and talking trash and stuff like that. Yeah, he's still a little excited. He still he'll still put a little bit out there and something, like, you know. But he's got those boys winning. He doesn't he doesn't go out on a limb and, and make predictions and say things he can't deliver on. Uh, I, I think his recruiting. I, I I think Mississippi State's gonna be good again this year. I, I think they're they'll, they'll get turned around. I think Florida's going to get turned around with, with Dan Mullen. I, I do too. With who? Dan Mullen. Now, Mullen's, Mullen's not a coach at Florida. Shit. That's right. Yeah. They got rid of him, uh, didn't they? The guy from Louisiana went to. Uh, That's right. It was Louisiana and Monroe, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, this is going to be a second year at Florida. I, I think they'll I think they be good too. Billy Napier. God dang yeah. it. What? Alabama boy. Why was I thinking Dan? You know why I was thinking Dan Mullen? I just got done watching that show on Netflix. What was it called? Swamp Boys? Uh-huh. It was about uh, the Florida Gators when um, Urban Meyer was coaching during that five-year run or whatever, and Tebow and all that. That's why I was thinking of Dan Mullen. Yeah. But you, you need to watch it on Netflix. Yeah. I forgot where he went. He's an assistant head coach. uh so I forgot now which which school he went to. Or I, it says he's a current um, analyst on ESPN. Okay, 
but it, it's going to be good. I've, boy, in Notre Dame yesterday, I'm not a Notre Dame fan, but this quarterback that transferred from North Carolina to Notre Dame, they Wake Forest. Wake Forest, yeah. Uh, he's he's that surprised me. They they jumped out big time yesterday. Well, Dad, they're playing Navy, man. Well, I mean, come on, <laughs> Sam Hartman. That's who you're thinking of. Yeah, yeah. I was pretty sure he, he played. He played at, at uh, He played at Wake Forest. Oh, Wake Forest? I thought it was North Carolina. No. Well, Wake Forest is in North Carolina. Okay. But, yeah, he, he he got a lot of good press last year. He was, He's a really, really good quarterback. And yeah. for him to go to Notre Dame, I mean, it's like Alabama. I, he was in the transfer portal. Why didn't Alabama look at him? Why didn't any, you know, Florida or A&M, why didn't they look at him? I, yeah. I don't know. Well, I, I think the reason Alabama didn't look at him, they already had some ideas on it. Uh, is going to start for us. You uh, think no so? Mind. Uh, I, I don't know, man. I think I think Tyler Buckner is definitely in the mix, man. Why well, else would this kid transfer from Notre Dame when he did right after the, uh, the 8A game? Why yeah. would that happen? So... Was it? Did he know Sam Hartman was coming in to Notre Dame? Is that why he left? I I don't know. But it, it's it's gonna be fun. Uh, but it, it's it's all about coaching and how you handle these kids. And speaking of that, what do you think about this transfer portal process? Um. Years ago, I think you and I were against that kind of stuff. But nowadays, I think it's a good thing for the kids, and especially since they don't have to sit out a year. Because I think the system was stacked against them in that regard. I think it's also been good for the schools, too. Because now you're starting to see some colleges that are getting uh, some players they probably wouldn't have. Because now they get a chance to go play and, and you know, look at the guy that left Oklahoma and went to Caleb, uh, Caleb Williams. Is it Williams? Uh, that won the Heisman last year. And then and you had, uh, what's his name? Spencer Rattler leave Oklahoma and went to South Carolina. And he kind of had a renaissance the last yeah. half of the year with South Carolina. It's like things started to click. Yep. So it, I, I think it's been good all the way around. It's, uh, it's good for the schools and it's good for the kids. And, the only thing that concerns me is all this conference jumping, all these schools. And, you know, yesterday is the Big Ten. Uh, it's going to have like 18, uh, well, the Big 12. Big 12 is going to have 18 schools, and we're going to have 16. And the Pac 12 is pretty much over unless they can find some teams to steal from the Mac, I mean, from the Mountain West. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and, some of the schools are looking, uh, talking about going. They're they're great schools, but I'm not sure that they're in the uh, where they can compete with some of the other schools that's, that are larger and that has uh, have greater uh, recruiting opportunities. 
But take, in, take into consideration now teams that were just like that that are now in the national conversation. You hear Houston, they're in the Big 12 now. UCF, they're making noise. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else? Uh, Cincinnati. Yeah. The, the I'll tell you, Cats, you know what I'm saying? These are teams that were just on par with uh, San Diego State or San Jose State, and they have put their money into the facilities, into the coaching, and their programs have gotten better. They've scheduled good out-of-conference um, games against big-time player, I mean teams, and they're making it work. I'll tell you something, I'll tell you something else is getting in that, that group. If UTSA, if we can keep this coach – and, and keep the recruiting. Uh, we're playing Houston what, Saturday, and it's going to be on t- Fox Sports. Then the next two weeks, we're playing Texas State and Army, and they're both going to be on ESPN. Uh, and you got some other games down the road. And this is what the third conference for them, or fourth conference for them? Yeah, now they're in the AAC, right? Uh huh. So. Uh, be interesting to see see how they do, and I'm, I'm rooting for them this year. Uh, I've been watching some the high school. You know, this weekend I had a lot of high school games on, uh, like from all over the country, traveling like Florida and California and stuff like that. And some big boys. Yep. Yeah. So. Well, guess what. Look at the clock up there on the you know, on the screen on the top right corner. Yeah, we're we're getting uh, we just hit that thirty minutes. So, yep, we just hit that thirty minutes, and we're hitting that natural pause in our conversation where we're looking for things to talk about because this isn't a, a complete Alabama podcast, even though we do talk a fair amount about the team, and but but mostly sports and music, which are like big things for us, and then drinking beer and. Barbecue, so yeah, it's, and maybe that's why so many of the international audience comes to listen to us to get a little slice or taste of America. Yeah, and, and what two old farts is all about, right? Yeah, father and yeah. son having fun. Yep, uh, I, I, I've got a good book I've been reading. I always told you. Uh, Bear Bryant was all my always my favorite my favorite coach, so he just moved right. down to number two. Gene Stallings. Right, Gene Stallings has moved into number one. I'm reading his book now. It's called um, Another Season, and it's talking about his him and his son. Uh, you know, he had four daughters and his son. His son had Down syndrome, and it talks about taking him through life and. They expect him to have a son uh, to name him Gene Stallings and all that kind of stuff and following his father's footsteps and just didn't have really a great book. Uh, it's, it's an eye-opener. It really talks about what kind of person he was and what, in my opinion, what made him such a great coach. I know Bear Bryant loved the hell out of him. And so much so that he helped him. Actually, Bear Bryant helped him get a couple jobs. He helped him get the job in uh, with the Cardinals. He helped him get the job at A and M. And 
probably uh, had some reason why he came back to Alabama. And we, and you know, and when he got to Alabama, he was only there what five or six years, but he Not got us long. back. He got us back into the winning winning season. I'll never forget that Alabama Miami game where we won the national championship. Uh, yeah, and, and see the picture when when they when uh, when he played Bear Bryant and, and, the, and I forgot that which bowl it was Sugar Bowl I think it was and Bear Bryant picked him up because he beat him gave him a big bear hug yeah yep. a big hug and stuff like yeah and that was after he lost after Bear Bryant lost to Gene Stallings he gave him that big bear hug yep so it's, it's a good book. Uh, I would encourage people to read it. It's, it's about life lessons and all those kind of things. But anyway. It's been great talking to you guys this week. Uh, hopefully next weekend, maybe next Saturday in between all of my concerts, uh, we can get together and maybe record another uh, episode. What do you think, Dad? Sound like a wonder. Uh, or at least Sunday morning, we can, after we see Pam Tillis and compare that. And All right. Let's try for Sunday she- morning. See how she compares to uh, her father. All right. All right. Have All a right, good you one. Take care. You too. Love you. Love you too. All right. Bye. Bye everybody. Guys. Y'all have a good one.